Welcome back to the Projector Playground. I wanted to kind of weave in some episodes that were very firmly grasped in certain concepts of self, relationship, projector, and other, but the guides were like, okay, we have to also kind of pause and just check in with what's happening right now with consciousness and what's happening right now on the fields and to make sure we discuss certain uh, spiritual updates and events that are happening in the cosmic energy reports. So we're going to talk about all the parts of ourselves that have stepped into the chat. I pulled two dragon cards for us, um, which are super interesting. And I just want to I guess channel for a couple moments um, about what's been coming through for me and what might be potentially coming through for you um, through the last eclipse portal. And like, I will say, I know that we can talk about this in so many dimensions of time and space and who we are to be like, this has been happening for this amount of time. This is like, I've been doing this work for forever and through the eclipses that happened in, uh, let's see, October of 2023, and the energies that we had moved from out of Venus retrograde and moving into the um, shifting of the collective nodes of the moon, south node moving into Libra, and then in October, like Libra broke open so much that was happening kind of personally and collectively and such a big uh, death passageway opened and so many souls were crossing over. And so I say souls crossing over and we immediately are like, oh, yes, you know, bless all of the innocent beings that have been harmed. Like it's happening all over the world. There's so many horrible uh, genocides and brutalities and murders and terrorism. And I also have been seeing it as a lot of souls are crossing over both to and from. Energy gets recreated. There's opportunities for souls to come back, step in for different souls to tap into the the interdimensional game right, to to choose another team player to take on the next leg of this interesting race that we're all on. And so what I was seeing and what my guides have been working on me with, and I invite you to tune into this too, is like the tending of the bridge right now and, and becoming a channel and being a transmission and what that looks like and what that means and what it actually is to be an energy weaver and to be someone who who crosses the veil and who can peer beyond and who penetrates through boundaries and realms of focus and who speaks with spirit and who connects and works with the dead and who ancestralizes their ancestors, like what that really means when we're in a portal where souls are crossing over. So what I've been seeing is this request and this need and this demand, honestly, for song and ceremony and sound and dance right now. 
and I'm not talking about collective out up in public, although that's beautiful too. I'm talking about your personal sound ceremony, tears, grief offerings, your personal movement medicine, moving the energy through your body, moving the energy with your emotions, moving the energy with your dance and with your sound and with your song and your practice and your devotion and your connection and communion with spirit and your um, directions and directive and direct guidance to and from the spiritual realm and how we're all working together right now to support all of the souls crossing over and how those of us that have been working and and weaving into these interdimensional spaces for some time now like how it's so important for us to be um so disciplined in our devotion and in our practice and in our ceremony to what we believe in and what we sing for and what we allow our sound to be reverberated into life through. So when I started to dance for the souls crossing over, when I started to sing for them, when I started to lay offerings and light candles and breathe for them, I was also shown that there are souls crossing over right now. And that means that there are souls both moving out and moving in. And the souls that are moving in also are singing and celebrating and ceremonializing and appreciate our support in moving this energy so that it helps their inception into the world and helps the departure of that which is moving out to make space for it. So not only are souls crossing over into the beyond, but souls are crossing over from the beyond into this world. And those that have been giving birth to life, whether that's through your own body or as a a nurse or a birth doula, but especially those that have been giving ceremony to death and sitting with death and tending to grief and giving it its ceremony and sitting as death doula or sitting by someone who's dying or sitting with a soul that has crossed over and mourning for them and with them and helping in their transition and helping in the transition of the community that's left behind without them. Like for those people, what we're being invited into now is going to be presenting itself in such a more amplified and impactful way. It's always been, but as souls are crossing over we are really the ones that are kind of bridge tending and channeling and transmitting the frequencies required for these portals to open and for souls to cross from the beyond and to the beyond and helping them to do so safely, protecting them, 
giving them their ceremony and their song. And in this, in this powerful display that's happening in the invocation of souls from the beyond, there are some beings that are stepping in and, and, and a lot of beings that are stepping in. They want me to say that a lot of beings that are stepping in that are that haven't been to earth either for some time for a really really long while since before these times that we talk about right now as history um, and or beings that are stepping in that may have either not been here before but been monitoring and supporting the energies and the currents of what we're moving through we're also seeing souls that have been hanging out in other dimensions that have been hanging out in other timelines we're also seeing those stepping in and so we don't necessarily need bodies for all of the souls stepping in right now which is interesting because so many of us that are on the field are holding these multi-dimensional templates where we can have parts of our soul fractals of our soul step into us and we become a vessel then for more than just us and that's through who we are in our embodiment but it's also through the creations that move through us through a guess of course the children that are born but also the art that you create the um, products that you deliver the frequency and the energetic imprint and the um the geometric biome of whatever it is that you are recollecting from your soul from other lifetimes from past, present, and future, from your guidance team, from those higher dimensions and fractals of yourself, from the parts of your animal body, and from the parts of you that have been an animal species and have animal ancestry and can connect with the intelligent animal body of the being, the, the, the embodiment of your vessel, your vehicle that your consciousness is getting to play around in this life in. So we're having so much of our soul stepping into the conversation. So much more of consciousness is stepping into the chat. So that's personally, just as you and me as humans, but like that's also interpersonally. So as they step in for you, there's also parts of you now that I'm having a new conversation with. As they step in for me, there's also parts of me now that you're having a conversation with. There's parts of our uh, telepathics that are now receiving information from um, the blueprints of these bigger constellations that have come online. So you'll hear from new parts of um, your partners. They'll hear from new parts of you. You're, you'll be connecting and exchanging information with new parts of your ancestry, with new parts of your both familial and inherited and blood and bone ancestry, your animal ancestry, your soul ancestry. There's so much coming into the folds of consciousness for us to have access to. So this doesn't mean we have to be overloaded by it. And I will say that like, um, I do believe we've been given a really important design mechanism over these last few years to be able to hold this greater template of energy, right? Human design shows us that we're, we've moved from a seven-centered into a nine-centered species, 
and the mutation in the solar plexus is going to amplify this capacity to hold more energy because we'll have the capacity to move more energy. Um, we see that we we are we are um, we have been trained for this. We've been rehabilitated for this. We've been made for this. And I also want to note here that like it can be overwhelming, and there can be a lot more that has to be worked on and worked through now. So your discipline and your practices and your relationship with life and who life is communicating um, with you through is really, really important right now. And it's going to probably kick up a lot of stuff and there's going to be more tools and skills that you're going to have to develop in order to work with this energy. Um, but there's also a really beautiful opportunity here. And so we can ask for support if you're needing to slow down, if you're needing some of the, um, I want to say voices, but it's like, it's not that because people want to misconstrue that and distort that. But it's like, if you're hearing new messages coming in, new experiences, new voices of reason and depths of understanding that are showing up, if that's appearing and it's moving too quickly for you, or if you feel overcapacitated by how much is moving, ask life to slow it down. Ask your guides to slow it down. Ask your body to slow it down. Ask your body to do it in a way where you don't have to get sick in order to slow it down. Um, sometimes though, if the body does get sick, it's a super intelligent way of the body uh, releasing some of this energetic venom and this poison and turning it into medicine. So it's like, a, it's, it's a great design of the body to help release things that need to be released on a cellular level if something needs to move quickly and there's not um, enough time and space for it. So that also is a potential there, but you can ask for your body to help you move through this more consciously to give you the tools and equipment and guidance and resonance that it needs and that it knows you need. You can ask your guides to help um, drop things down only when it's really important and to weave you more uh, webs or more weavings of support mechanisms here on the field so that you feel more capacitated to um, create space for it. But I want to talk about just some of the um, ways in which like having this come in is an opportunity and what might be asked of us. So something that has been showing up that I've been seeing a lot of is that we're going to be starting, like we're going to be asked to take different types of classes, trainings, group offerings, uh, schooling, certifications, but, but specifically, and I want to note this for projectors because a lot of us, especially me, have already so many qualifications. We've already done so many trainings. We've invested a lot of our time and energy to getting some sort of degree or some sort of, sort of title that validates and justifies um, how much we know or like what we can do or who we are. I mean, this is like maybe a 2-4 projector thing. Maybe you don't necessarily feel this way, but 2-4 um, is like, an, I can see that being a thing for us in general. But there's this ask to be in different spaces, to bring our energy into different spaces, and to be a weaver of new templates for what's being inherited right now. So what I'm seeing is that there's a lot of, um, as souls are crossing over, 
like transmissions are being brought back and forth and new transmissions are coming in as old transmissions are being recreated. Um, new directives are being given, new songs are being asked to be sung, new books and novels and writings are being asked to be written. But also, and also, there's this like, there's medicine being handed over right now, there's inheritances being handed over right now, there's uh, lineage medicine being handed over right now, there's gifts being transferred over right now, there's huge schools of thought that still want to exist, that still want to live, maybe in just new ways that are being transferred right now. So where you are being called, invited, responded to, and beckoned, especially where you've been invited to join, these are places where um, you are going to be learning a lot about not just yourself, but your cells and all of these new beings that have stepped in to work with you. They're going to be teaching you new technologies that are um, accessible right now on the field. They're going to be teaching you these new technologies in order to um, help support you in integrating what they're here to offer to not just you, but also to the earth field, to the updates, to the new reality that we're creating and collaborating on together. So some of the things I wrote down that randomly popped in were just like, kickboxing like there's going to be new requirements of strength and skill and training in the body so if you're called to things like learning how to yield a sword or a lightsaber like playing with a toy you have at home um spinning fire hula hooping dancing kicking and punching things learning mortal combat like learning to maneuver with other people's bodies learning to uh defend yourself learning uh, Krav Maga. On the other side of things, maybe there's this inheritance to slow down. There's an invitation to join a school of Buddhism. I've been hearing so much of this on the field. All these people that have suddenly been called to study Buddhism. Buddhism is asking to be inherited by more people now. So that's something that in my personal religion is um, part of the prophecy is that Kabbalah was once reserved only for people of the highest order. So only for the priests and the rabbis, only for those that were in their own communication with God, had uh, studied the Torah, had sur surpassed like a certain level of quote unquote competency. It was reserved, of course, only for men. It was gatekeeped. And according to the living tradition, it was gatekeeped for a while for a purpose. And then my brother actually was the one to tell me this. And now I'm seeing more uh, Rebbies talking about this and more uh, teachers saying that there came a time when the, the Kabbalistic tree of life, when the Kabbalistic inheritance of the tree and of the magic there asked to be given out to more of the world. And my brother told me, he said that the... Um, the mystic teachings were once only reserved for people that studied Torah and that were of this, you know, higher order because they needed and humanity needed in order to be studying things like the Torah and commandments and ethics and responsibility and learning to be good humans. That human consciousness needed to work on that for a while and get out of the mystical realms of life, that there was a purpose to that, but that now the mystical realms of life are coming back in, heaven is reintegrating back into earth, 
And so these mystical teachings need to be inherited um, by a grander scale of the beings that have come here to inherit it. And those beings don't need all of these older, um, you know, heavy, dense teachings of commitment and responsibility and rhetoric because they were born with them. They're more ancient souls. They already have this um, ethical responsibility inherited within them. And so the teachings from my lineage, from my magical inheritance are being asked to be redistributed. And so for me personally, like ever since the, it's been since 2020, I've been studying Judaism, magic, and mysticism in this religion all my life. But 2020, it showed itself in a new way. A new part of it came in. And then this summer, a whole new aspect of it came online for me. And a whole new integration of it was woven into my blueprint. And it was shown to me as this um, inheritance, but like this, this channel and transmission that was moving through me because I have enough of a community and a population of souls who are ready to also inherit this tree um, to start to deliver them the guidance and the messages and the relationship with it. So to open up the teachings to it. So that's been something that I've been called to for the last couple of months is I've just been in depth and study of these ancient magical um, and mystical traditions of my lineage. So you might also be being called back to your own um, inherited traditions, to the magic in your bloodline, to what your ancestors used to do, and potentially to what was gatekeeped by higher societies for um, a long time or sent underground into mystery communities for some time so that human consciousness could work on just being a human and what that looks like, which doesn't seem to be going that well for us, um, so that we could again reintegrate and realign those two worlds, the upper realms and the lower realms, and we could all be in the resonance of this spiritual um, ancient inheritance of, inheritance of lineage that we have. So some other things that the guides were saying is like somatic training might be big, um, might be coming in really strongly for you right now is doing a lot of work on the soma, the felt sense and the body and really going into the body to study and to train and to learn from, learning from the subtle sensitivities there, um, really allowing the body to be a speaking vessel of something that is more than your mind and has a, a curriculum of teachings that could never be transmitted by anything other than the soma space of of embodiment and of going into the the body temple and, and investigating what's there and praying to what lives there so let yourself be invited to what you're calling towards and what i mean by that is like if you're feeling called to something, like show up into those spaces, show up into those spaces, pay the facilitator, pay the person that's offering them, show up into those spaces and be like, I'm here. I'm here to receive this. I'm here to be a deliverance of it. I'm here to be a frequency transmitter of it. I'm here to be a lineage keeper, holder, guide and guardian of this. I'm here. I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to take up space and create more space with this teaching. And I promise you, if you let yourself be known, especially as projectors, if you let yourself be known in these spaces, eventually you're going to get invited into them. 
And so maybe that looks like getting invited in at a discounted rate. Maybe that looks like getting invited in to be a speaker at them so you can also be a receiver at them. Maybe that looks like you're getting invited in at some sort of, in some sort of beautiful trade with the pr- practitioner provider. Maybe it's something you get invited into and your family members like, hey, do you want to do this with me? I'll pay for it um, if, if you want to go, um, if you want to go and do this with me, which I'm, I'm just realizing now something I paid for or something I signed up for that my family member paid for is starting soon and I should probably wrap this up. So um, beyond that, we have uh, some other aspects of self that are maybe potentially being revealed to us and that's um, something you can start to tune into is new words that you might be speaking or new thoughts that might be coming through you, a new idea ideas that you might be having, offer, offerings that you might be seeding. Potentially, there's new languages that you're looking to learn or that you are um, maybe being called to start to surround yourself with, like moving to a place where they speak those languages or being around that culture or that community or those people. <laughs> Today, earlier, I something happened and my immediately... My immediate response that came through my body was merde, which is shit in French. And I don't, I took French in high school. It was a long time ago that I took uh, a couple years of French class. But like, why was I called to that in high school over any other language? Why was I called to study Hebrew? And now I'm working with Hebrew as part of this, um, as part of this energy weaving practice that I'm guiding. So the things that you're noticing are new, newly attuned, newly awake in your field, the new ways that you are seeing the world, new perspectives that you have, new filters that you're looking at things through. Just notice where those are coming from, what parts of you are resonant with that energy and what parts of you are feeling either programmed by something that's not yours or really familiar with this part of yourself as something that's beyond what you yourself have been conscious of already in this lifetime but feel and are familiar with it as something that's always been a part of you so something that's you know funny that i've been thinking about lately is you know when my friends and i went to one of one Burning Man, one of our bigger group Burning Mans, we camped with a bunch of people from um, from England. They all had a British accent. And we started talking in a British accent at that Burning Man. We all tripped on a bunch of psychedelics and we were surrounded by these accents. We started talking about talking in these accents and it became this like interesting little play that this group of friends started to do through Burning Man and then after Burning Man and then it's trickled in here and again and you know recently we went to a festival and we played on psych played in the psychedelic realms and um it's 4:44 on the clock right now and we all started talking in a British accent and it was just hilarious for one but it was um so funny to be seeing how natural it was for everybody and how joyous it was and how when we talked in this way, I felt like I was seeing into past lives of these different people or seeing a different element or fractal of their soul. And I 
And I saw this relationship there and this particular, you know, constellation of people. And we talked about this on a prior episode, right? Like when two people are in a relationship, that automatically makes a third geometric pattern that makes a third um, auric frequency. So when we can talk about this in groups too, when groups come together, we can open portals to other dimensions, right? If there's a strong enough connection to it, we can invoke and call that energy into, um, into the present field of awareness. So when we're all especially opened up with these psychedelics and somewhere safe and listening to music and dancing and moving our energy and somewhere where we all really trust each other, this part of ourselves, this part of our soul dimension that we all probably spent together in numerous other lifetimes and numerous other ways, but more than likely one or two in England where, you know, a lot of the um, teachings and tribal essences of America came from, right, where there was like an initial purge of white people coming to America from like, of course, we would have some kind of connection to that space. So as you know, we were talking in these accents, and I saw how we kept doing it for weeks and weeks and weeks after even when we weren't together, even when it was just me and my partner chatting in our home, how they would this these accents would just come through. Um, it felt like really honestly very kind of homely and a remembrance. And this feels like part of it to me as I've been looking at it and investigating it is like, oh, this is again, this souls crossing over. This is another part of our soul entering in and another part of our family unit and constellation and ways of remembering who we came back into this lifetime with and what were the lifetimes that we spent together before. So we'll see this uh, in our partners and in the people around us. And I was shown 2023 uh, as the cosmic hall of mirrors. <laughs> I was seeing this year in January as uh, a fun house of mirrors and that there would be a lot of uh, smoke and mirror play to see ourselves through and to see distortions of ourselves and to see ways in which our agreements have been distorted on the fields of earth. And really to get to look at so much of our soul contracts through being mirrored back through the other and through one another and to see who so much more of them is, our people, our relationships, the others. And in that reflection, get to see more, so much more of who we are too in our multidimensional selves and our magnificent way of being and seeing. So I will leave us there and I'm just really grateful for um, these messages and we'll complete with the dragons that I invited to share a message with us. And so of course, Thor's red, black and gold dragon came out again. This was the last dragon that stepped in and revealed itself for the playground. And just as a reminder that Thor's Red, black, and gold dragon is a protector in times of change. And we can use and work with our relationship to this dragon species, to this realm, to send them into places in our own lineage and history, in our own inheritance where we need densities to be cleared. We can send them to places in the world where um, people need protection and where there's rapid transition and, and where support and structure can be helped to move through these changes with as much 
peace and protection and guardianship as possible. Thor's red, black, and gold dragon was a reminder that we are safe and we have to remember our safety for those of us that are safe in our homes and in our bodies. And we have to uh, start, start putting our own shields down and calling upon the kin that know how to destruct old timelines in a way that is not forceful and not fearful and not painful and invite them in to help us so that we can stop being at war with ourselves, with each other, inside of ourselves, in our own present awareness. The second dragon, the one to complete our conversation today, was the black dragon from Saturn, which is incredible, right? Because we've been talking so much about Saturn this season, and I wanted to talk about Saturn going direct in Pisces over the weekend from when I'm recording this. So I know that Saturn is is a part of this playground conversation here to help us have some structure so our play has a purpose and that Saturn will continue to be talking and weaving and teaching with us through Pisces and through its journey through Pisces as we move forward through these energetic currents. So I'll just read the message from Black Dragon from Saturn. And these beings bring wisdom through spiritual discipline. They are here to help us concentrate, to focus on our ultimate vision, right? Projector focus. And they want us to congratulate ourselves because we've passed a certain test. So these fifth dimensional black dragons work directly from the masters of the ascended aspect of Saturn. They help us to organize and apply ourselves to tasks, however small or large they may be. Black indicates a feminine energy of rest, projector rest, peace and calm, which enables the wisdom to come forward. It cannot do so if there was too much masculine thrust. So we've talked about this also before, the penetrating aura of a projector allows us to play in the duality and the polarity of both being ones that penetrate and that can be really forceful, but who have been given this structure where we have to be invited into it. So we have to be really feminine, really surrendered, really able to lay back into our own rest practices and be in the feminine currents of time and wait for the invitation for the vessels to carry us to where we're meant to go through and to next. These dragons also carry the pure violet flame of transmutation, which is held in Saturn. They, this is used to dissolve thoughts that are not focused on the ultimate vision. A black dragon from Saturn has appeared to you now as it is time for you to address tasks with discipline and focus. Spiritual discipline is vital to ground the higher energies on your pathway. The black dragon will give you focus, concentration, determination, awareness, and the ability to plan and stick to a routine where necessary. Receiving this card is a true blessing as it indicates that your feet are firmly planted on your ascension path and you do every and you do everything for the highest good of all. This dragon also brings you congratulations from the angelic world. You have passed a test, you have been undergoing and it is time to celebrate your success, projector success and step forward with discipline as well as with joy and bliss. So that feels like the perfect message to wrap this up, to put a bow on it. Thank you to the dragons, thank you to Saturn. Thank you to Thor. Thank you to the Projector Playground and to all of you that are here supporting these messages to come through. I'm so grateful for all of you and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now.